podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to Ironcast and welcome to our first celebrity guest. What an honour to have a social media icon amongst us, Anton. Bazinga, Ethan Payne, welcome to Ironcast. I'm not a celebrity. Where do we go from here, Ethan? Who do we get? Danny Dyer? I'm, I'm not a celebrity. We're at the top. Can we I'm go higher? I'm not a celebrity. Why, 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 do you, why do you not class yourself as a celebrity? I am a man from Romford that <laughs> uploads YouTube videos. That's what I am. And has become an, um, a massive celebrity. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> my, sure. When I told my son I was coming and yeah. interviewing you, he was buzzing. Oh, like he was yeah. he was over the moon. No, I, do, I, I, I do think, yeah, I suppose. So I just still like being normal. Oh, yeah. I like being normal. By the way, he's gone to school today going, by the way, my dad's in, interviewing Ethan. <laughs> he is. That's what he's done today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Massively. We have to get a picture and send it to him. 100%. Yeah, yeah, love yeah. that. Yeah. You still go back to Romford? Yeah, I'm I'm local today. Um, my missus, his family still like Hornchurch, Romford. So I'm there every weekend, play football around there every weekend. So Is it Legends Nightclub? Is that still around? What was it? Time and Envy? Time, Time and Envy. No, no, it shut down. It got, it got shut down. Oh. It's literally recently closed. I knew it as fiction. And then a sort of liquid and envy last couple of years, then it changed to fiction. Time and envy was my when I yeah, was Yeah, yeah, yeah. The less said like... about that, the better. <laughs> yeah. I've heard some stories. <laughs> cool. uh, Sidemen have really branched out. What about Time and Envy? And then, have you got a Sidemen nightclub? Time yeah. and Envy would be perfect. Not exactly. just yet. Yeah, we should take it over. What if still up for sale? Uh, we should say you're a massive West Ham fan. Yes. Can you, like, why? Bring, why? Tell us why. I feel like, again, where I grew up, it was just second nature. Everyone I knew was a West Ham fan, brought up in a family. We watched West Ham on the weekend. So like as far back as I can remember, um, I left it in the other room. I got asked to bring memorabilia. I've still got my Dr. Martin's baby kit and I, I brought that with me. It's like no the, way. Yeah, it's the official one that I wore when I was that little. I actually saw that and I thought, That's, you've just got that in the club shop. No. It's, it looks brand new. No, yeah. So my mum, bless her, kept it in like pristine condition. And then obviously I've got I've got a little girl now that's about to be 17 months old. Um and I whacked her in it the other day. It sort of dwarfs her, but like it's amazing to to see like I and I've still got pictures on my phone of me wearing it on like climbing frames and stuff. So that's unbelievable. Yeah, oh, so I've wow. still got the actual one that I wore. So try and keep it in the family. I love all that's that. That's so cool. Yeah. And what was your first game? Do you remember the first game over Upton Park? I think it was against West Brom. Uh, but I don't know what what it was. I was so small. I used to stand on the seats. So we used to, it's a funny story. Uh, it's a company that my, my dad used to work for called London City Bond. It, it's like a wine warehouse. Used to give wine to Bobby Zamora. And Bobby Zamora used to give him some tickets in sort of return. So I used to get some tickets in Sever, Sir Trevor Brookings stand. I used to stand next to all the like, the odd <laughs> um, and stand on the seat and then I've given it large over to the away fans they're picking me up going Way. so yeah that, that's what I grew so up so it was on. you that was hammering me then <laughs> <laughs> and there was a little kid there was a little kid in, in Sir Trevor Brookings stand it was you that was hammering me it must yeah, have been probably it had to been. <laughs> but I feel like that's what was so great about West Ham is like you could just sit next to someone and they just take you in instantly oh massively that's, yeah, like, yeah. that's what it was and you sort of felt safe around all these like geezers and that but yeah here we go so bang, Look that is that. that's unbelievable. That is, I mean, you still see it's a little bit worn picky. That is that, so pristine. Yeah, that is, that's one of my favourite That shirts. is proper feeler. Yeah, look, here we go. Feeler size SB, small boy. Brilliant. Oh, class. no name on the back. No, no name on the back. This was like, yeah, just class, man. Class. Absolutely oh, man, class. That's, that's so one of my favourite shirts. It, it's such a lovely kit. This is why 
not last seasons, the season before, and it sort of looked like this. Yeah. Love that kit. Yeah. Love that kit. It was like a modern remake, but yeah. Let's talk about favourite kits then. So All right. uh, in your lifetime, what yeah. would you, what's your what's your top home and away? Top home and away. Oh, this has got to be home. Like this, 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 this Dr. Dr. Martin sponsor is just like iconic for me. Yeah. Proper, Dagna Motors is close. <laughs> Dagna Motors is very close. Uh, away <laughs> kit though. I really like the, um, the dark Navy with the yellow. The Reebok one. Yeah. Yeah. That was, one. That, yeah. Was, that was my first year. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was my first year. I love that kit. I had that kit. I don't know if my mum's By the way, you've got it. people in the background shaking their head thinking, oh my God, what's he gone with there? Mate, I love that <laughs> kit. I'm, I love that kit. I love that kit so much. And to be fair, I know it's recency bias, but the all white number now is- Oh, wow. Whoa, wow. Yeah, that's lovely. That's you, class. You, when you put it on, you, you feel really smart. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You could Big wear time. it on a night out. Mm -hmm. Big time. It's lovely, Time and envy. That. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Chris. I said less spoken about <laughs> that's, that. That's, the better that's for me. Time and envy. <laughs> um, so, tell me about like uh, like growing up. Did you have like mm. posters on your wall? Was there any like any West Ham players you were obsessed with? Yeah, well, I, I was talking to Anton beforehand. I used to um, I used to come to like signing days. I used to do it at the bowling and stuff, and I'd have like my book, get everyone to sign it, get the pictures with the whole squad. Um, but I had a real like thing for Yossi Benayoun, man. I just love player. I love the way he played, man. What a player! Like I just, I, and I used to wear fifteen all the time because I really, yeah. I used to get like, yeah, pain fifteen. Just love it. Yeah. Love, love the way he played, and he, he was here for like such a short sort of spell. But yeah, just love the way he played football. Anton, you told me something about Yossi Benayoun had that chop mm. and just. Mm -hmm. discombobulated everyone around yeah, him. Yeah, and, yeah. and Anton, you said like, you came up against him on training. You knew that chop was coming, but there's nothing you could do. Yeah, about. Absolutely nothing you can do. Like he, you know what it was? It was the shape, but he would sometimes shape to chop and fake and continue to <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like, you had to like second guess him. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it, that's what was hard. But I'm a little bit um, upset that you, <laughs> that you said 15 and you've not mentioned me or Rio. So disgrace. <laughs> That's an iconic number for our I family. Know, I know, I know. Listen, it's an iconic number for our family. <laughs> you, you are fantastic. I got, I built, Don't just I got, say it because I'm me. No, 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 Ethan, no. Listen, on. I got big. I got big love for you. I thought you was quality. Thank you. But um, yeah, just I, I, I like playing midfield as well. But I mean, starting when I started playing football, I was just a bit. <laughs> so I, I, played, I, played, <laughs> I played anywhere in the defensive line. But as I sort of got better, I, I like playing in midfield. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll get onto that because well, let's start with the sidemen and yeah. like being a YouTube personality. Like, how did that all start for you? Like content creation. It's like 2013 is where roughly when you started. Yeah. Well, I, well, I started my channel that I currently have around then, but I've been doing it since I was 13, and I'm 28 now, about to be 29. Wow. So yeah, I've been doing it for a very, very long time, and um, it all started just from wanting to share gaming clips. I think very few people back in the day were just sharing gaming clips. Um, and I was sort of very early to that. And I think that's, again, a blessing because it's so saturated now that um, I, I, I stood out then, but I don't think I'd stand out now, if you know what I mean. But yeah. Do you know, do you know what, what I find amazing now that I do like podcasts and stuff mm. like that? Content's so hard to get right. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Mm. And not just that, I think... There's times when you go through lows mm. in it, but you just got to keep going and keep going yeah. and keep going. Was that what it was like for you? Yeah, big time. I've I've had my trials and tribulations with like getting burnt out and then like the weight of expectations of people. Once you get to a certain size, it feels like everybody wants you to post these videos and post whatever, but sometimes you may not feel up to it or whatever. Things aren't going your way. So yeah, definitely you go through peaks and troughs, but I think one of the main things is like you get you get an audience that like you for you and, and then trying to remember that that's what they're actually interested in. They don't care what 
how many times you upload, what you're doing, and what they just care that you're right and you want to post or whatever. Because it shines through as well. Like if you're enjoying it, they're going to enjoy it. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's that's what I get when watching you and your mm. missus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to say it. Like, I sit down with my missus and watch it. <laughs> it's brilliant. That's I love it. Quality. Shall I, I tell you what? It. It's amazing, right? Anybody over a certain age, uh, they love it. So I get this off of like... Are you saying I'm old? No, no, no. No, because listen, I class myself as old now. I'm a little bit past it. Um, but anyone I bump into that is sort of like my age or older, they're like, mate, the thing you do with your missus, I love it. Because it is just normal. It's normal, yeah. raw. Get yeah. on there, chat, chat load of waffle with your missus, whatever. And it, people enjoy it. But I feel like the younger generation have this sort of like the social media idea of a relationship where it's like, oh, yeah, you've got to be so in love. Oh, I'm taking her out for coffee. I'm doing this and blah, 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 whatever. And like, I think just, uh, yeah, again, uh, the generation like my generation above sort of get it a, bit, a lot more. Yeah. yeah. And that dynamic, I mean, if you look at Chris and Rosie Ramsey, they're mm. like selling out Wembley Arena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that next? Are you going to, you and the missus? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? It would be quite funny though. <laughs> so, so like YouTube back in 2013, how, how quick was the rise? It seemed to be cool. like astronomical, well, like really quickly. Yeah, it happened very quickly. But like the bit you don't see is like me posting videos that got 20, 30 views for like two, three years. Um, that's a bit that people don't see. Like, even if you go back on my channel now, there's a couple of videos with like 120 odd views. Uh, and that, that's sort of where you, you'd be like, I used to do thank you videos for like every 50 subscribers. I'd be like, we just hit 150 subscribers. Thank you so much. Wow. And that would be the video for the day. Um, but yeah, it is. And then you sort of, a new game would come out like FIFA or something like that. And that's always like an opportunity. There's like two months around a new release where like, if you hit the ground running, you're going to fly. So that's when you it came in cycles and you sort of had to hit it right every year. Yeah. And then you became part of the Sidemen mm. formed, which is like, I don't know how to describe it for people who may not know, like a super group of YouTubers. I like to call us a uh, YouTube boy band that have <laughs> at, no actual talent, really. <laughs> J, JJ's like the only geezer. And again, even he says he just works hard. He ain't actually talented. So it is just like a group of mates. You could find a group of sidemen in a pub like you could find there's a group chats full of like six seven people but we just decided to film our friendship and sort of it took off from there yeah and you all lived together at one point and now your yeah. exploits are i mean <laughs> it used to be you in your bedroom recording a little message thanking 150 subscribers yeah. now it's like it's private jets it's, it is, it's yeah. insane it, it, you're not wrong it is mega i I always say it's gone too far. Like we'll check in for like a cheap versus expensive video and it'll be like, oh, the expensive team are going on a private. I say it's gone too far. We've got private jets for like 20 odd people. It's mental. But yeah, yeah, that's when this sort of like pinch yourself moment. It's like, cool. Do you know what? Hearing you say that, but obviously hearing your journey, mm. it's inspirational, man. Thank I, you very I, much. I love it. Thank I really you. do. And I, because of that, I want to ask the question because a lot of young West Ham fans will be mm. watching this. What would you say to them? Any young West Ham fan who, who wants to be a YouTuber, yeah, what yeah. would you say to them? I think the key thing is be authentically yourself. Don't try and copy things. Like there's obviously, you can take inspiration from concepts that people are posting or how they're doing things, but you've always got to put your own spin on it because that's what makes you you. And then other people are going to identify you with and and then it, maybe they can relate to certain aspects like that's why uh, the side men so great because you've got seven different people like i've been through sort of like weight issues whatever jj does boxing like there's so many different aspects it's multifaceted that you can sort of like connect to so as long as you're putting your own self across and it's you 100 percent to your core people are gonna be able to go uh i like him i can get on board with that yeah Wicked. 
Mate, that's good advice. Also, like being in the side, men has given you so many opportunities. And yeah. let's talk through some of the ones that I think are cool, like getting followed by the West Ham Twitter account. Yeah. As a social media personality, that must have been. Do you remember? How did it big happen? Big time, big time. I remember showing uh, my missus. I was like, oh, look, West Ham follow me. West Ham follow me. <laughs> and it's so funny, though, isn't it? Because it's like, like football club follows all their players, whatever, maybe like sponsors or whatever. Bazinga. <laughs> What's going on? Um, yeah, it is sort of, again, it's always a case of like, how is this happening? But yeah. That's what tells you you're a massive celebrity though. <laughs> yeah, West Ham only yeah, follows yeah, like 200 yeah. people. Yeah. Do West, Ham follow, West Ham follow you, Anton? Just about. <laughs> Just about. Stay I need to ask. Any <laughs> danger, guys? Any danger? <laughs> I did used to play it. Can you follow me, please? <laughs> the other big one is you did a Sidemen charity match right here at the London Stadium. Yeah. And talking about living every West Ham fan's dream. Mm. Not only did you play yeah. at the home of West Ham, you scored. I scored. Scored a goal. And I, I think even just in general, like growing up, everyone always thinks, oh, I'd love to play on that pitch. Imagine if I ever got to play on that pitch. And that's just like in an empty stadium, let alone full up like 60,000 60, people watch me score a goal at my home stadium. It was mental. And in the build up to the match, I kept saying to everyone, yeah, playing at my own pitch, of course I'm going to score, whatever. And I was just giving it the <laughs> yappy yappy. Like, but yeah, the fact that I scored the opener as well. Like, you can't write it. It's like movie script. How did it feel, though? Oh, I don't even know what happened. Like, even now, I watch it back, and there's like a couple of different angles where there's one video as well. Someone was wearing a GoPro, and like, as the ball hits the net, the whole stadium like roars. But like, I don't even remember that. Did you go cold? Yeah, like, you don't know what's happening. So, right. And I thought, all I've got to do is just hit it hard and low, hit it hard and low, and it goes in. That's, that's what happens. And I see it hit the net and it was sort of, again, I'd been saying, yeah, I want a knee slide. I wanted that moment, you know, where you feel like a footballer. Yeah. And I hit the coldest knee slide. <laughs> I hit the coldest. That's the one thing I was happy. I got the shirt off in time. And I the knee slide, cameraman right in front of me, got the whole thing. Um, I retired the boots I was wearing because they've still got chalk on them from where I hit Wicked. the knee slide. Wow. So I retired them and, and I kept them, kept them safe. Wicked. Do you know what's crazy? Everything you explained there, I had that when I scored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Upton Pot. Which yeah. one? The Fulham. The Fulham, the Fulham one is the a Fulham. joke, though. Yeah. The Fulham I just one. didn't do the knee slide. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I when I got back up. That's I what think, it was. I think you could have done better with your celebration for that Fulham. Yeah, because you know, you're uh, just yes. going, oh my God. Wait, if I oh score a goal God. like that. <laughs> oh it's like what? you can't believe it. That's rude, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> of course I could. Of course I could. <laughs> Did you mean that? No, Did, like, 100%. I mean, you swivel on it. 100%. Swivel on it. Swivel on it's it. It's one of the greatest goals I've ever seen. It's gone. You're coming you know out of defence. Do you know what? But I got them feelings. Yeah. You know, it was one of those. It was instinct. Yeah. The ball come over shoulder. Just hit it. Yeah. Just hit it. Just get good connection. And it went in. Yeah, wallop it. And do you know what? Going cold. Yeah, yeah. Rush of blood. Yeah, yeah. But you're cold, which yeah. is mad. Yeah. And then like, you had yours planned. I didn't mm. score many goals. So it was like, what do I do? <laughs> yeah, what do yeah, I yeah. do? You know, that's why yeah. the, that is why the, the celebration was I think so what, what, <laughs> what stood out for me was I could hear. Uh, so it was really cute, actually. So Simon's actually captain Sideman FC for every charity match. And um, just as before we'd done the team tour, done the lineup or whatever, um, they uh, uh, who was managing us, Billy Wingrove was managing mm -hmm. us that day. And he was like, all right, lads, a uh, big moment for one of our players. And then they gave me the captain's armband as oh, well. Come so on. even That's then I was movement. sort of like a bit emotional already walking out. I, I walked out with my daughter as well. Wicked. So I was sort of like captain's armband on, walked out with my daughter. And again, this is why I say it was like a movie. You can't write, scoring the opener, winning the match, lifting the trophy. 
mental. But me, yeah, I remember hearing me and me and Chris are available. <laughs> manager, manager and assistant manager, we're available. Yeah, I'll shout you. But yeah, um, I remember he hearing. <laughs> he I remember hearing. Um, it was Toby especially. And he's he's a person that will always be so happy for other people. He's got loads of goals at Sideman matches. But I could hear him screaming from like the center circle. And in a, it's mental how you can pick up on like little things yeah. like that. And then ever yeah, that's because uh, I could tell like, oh, and then I got really emotional when everyone was hugging me because I was like, they know how much like it means to me as well. Do you know what? You lived what a footballer lives. Yeah. Everything you're describing, you lived exactly what a footballer lives. Yeah. Like hearing voices you're used to. Mm. In a packed stadium, yeah. That's why we like. I used, I could. If my mum was, or my dad would have been, around the front row, yeah. and they were shouting my name, I would have heard them. Yeah, really. Yeah. yeah, you, you, you gravitate to the voices that you know. Yeah, that's, that's so why weird. training every day is so important, yeah. and people talking on the pitch is so important. Big time. It could be sixty thousand people, but you will hear a mm. voice that you're familiar to. We were chatting just before this, like mm. you've played in games against Deco. Yes, yeah like, yeah. like who are the big big footballers you've come up against? I think Deco's got to be. He's the biggest because, like, I remember playing. Um, I remember playing FIFA Street back in the day, right? And that game was class, and it had all the best. And Deco's on there as like a tidy midfielder, scoring game breakers with him. So then, when you're lining up with him in Baku of all places. I'm thinking, what on earth is going on? But I thought, I'm going to give it some. Um, <laughs> managed to win that game. And, no I, and, and I got an assist. So, yeah. You Lovely. beat Deco. I beat Deco. Lovely. Was he still Lovely. unbelievable? Yeah, yeah. Still like, a player. Still a player. You can tell. It's just so easy to to someone like that, though, isn't it? They just get it shifted. Passing range is mental. What was you like, though? Was you like, you can't touch me? Was you, was you like that? Or I'd, was I'd, you... I will always put in, like, above and beyond that's because I feel like that's what I give to even my I know it's Sunday league but like I love Sunday league so I will always put in 150% because I, I think that's what I bring I, I won't stop running the whole game so I just, that's what my sort of like key uh, ability is question did you learn that being a West Ham fan, watching, obviously hearing the, the fans. 100% Mark, no, Mark Noblesque, that inspiration? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without without a doubt, it influences it. Because I think, again, you you grow up and we, we until recent times, we haven't really been successful. You get relegated, you come back up, you get relegated, come back up. You just want someone that you, you can tell as soon as they step over the white line, it don't matter who I'm playing, I don't care if I'm playing against Yaya Torre, whoever it is. I'm go I'm I'm gonna play better than you today. Yeah. Like, put put it on them. Uh, so and that that's sort of what I do. I try I try and do that. I, I, anyone that I'm playing against, all right, let me get older and see what see what happens. All right, West Ham fans, one way you can support Ironcast and help us rocket up the charts and beat off the competition from other official football clubs podcasts like Chelsea and like Spurs is to get a five star rating or review from you. Support me and Ginger on the podcast, chuck us a five-star rating review and help us rocket up the charts where West Ham belong, at the top of the table. Back on with the show. So, like, the dream of any West Ham fan is maybe to play play at the London Stadium to score yeah. a goal, but also to see your team win something. Yeah. And boy, did you experience that. I there's did. a There's a great YouTube video which <laughs> goes all through it, but can you talk us through your day? In Prague. So that was sort of like, trying to get tickets for that was like gold dust, wasn't it? It was, it was like chaos. You know people. I do surely. know people, which again, thank you guys. <laughs> thank you guys so much because uh, I managed to get, like, it's, it's the very key moments that I think 
when I'm like 60, 70 old, I'm gonna be able to, I'll be like, I was the last game at the bowling, which again, that's even just a mental story. That's like yeah. a script written in stars. I was at that game. I was at the final. And what I like to be able to do is bring people along that I care about that will also like take it in. And, and then that's a memory shared with everyone. So like, again, when you're older, you say, remember when we went to Prague for that day and, mm -hmm. and I just smashed out. Um, but yeah, it was pretty, pretty hundred miles an hour. Landed in Prague in the morning, dropped our things off at a hotel. Then sort of just got out, went and went and met the trophy because they had that in like the square. And then did you touch it? Yeah, did touch it. Bad luck though, isn't it? No, but I've, I've got I've got a picture with the trophy. Yeah, uh, after yeah, I was gonna yeah, say yeah, that you've, yeah, met, you've since amazing. held the trophy. Yeah, exactly. Heavy, by heavy, the way. heavy, heavy, heavy artillery. That um, <laughs> I, I was actually I, I did the. Um, the trophy lift at Stratford Town Hall and Kurt had the Kurt Zuma had the trophy and I said can I grab it have mm. a picture and I went to hold it with one arm <laughs> and I nearly dropped the trophy yeah, imagine, so nah, heavy. imagine heavy imagine that yeah, no, no iron cast that'd be that it was uh, it was just a mental day out though and then I, I think once once I got in the stadium that was when it sort of all like you get the oh, oh. my god this is going to happen and um how did you feel like walking into that stadium like seeing I remember the warm-up, the atmosphere was yeah, already crackling. Yeah. What was crazy is is we'd we'd pretty much packed the old stadium. There weren't there weren't many Fiorentina in there. Even like around I was lucky enough to be just behind the players' friends and family. Um so looking out to the stadium, it was just everywhere. And I was like, this is this is our night. Like there's no way. Can't have packed this stadium like this to then not go and win it. And um again, it was like perfect for me to just where I was sat as well is because all, all the celebrations were sort of over there as well. The players were over there. Even at the end of the game, they're coming to that corner, giving it large. So it was sort of like, I, I was just watching it all. Like, oh my God, it's happened. Cried like a little baby, of course. <laughs> like, But it, it, you can't can't put a price on anything like that, can you? Like, mm -mm. And especially when you're with people with like, hugging them, crying. It's like, oh my God, damn it. I, yeah. I say this a lot, that I'm thankful that I'm alive. To, I was alive yeah. to watch it, to witness it. Mm. You know, because a lot of West Ham fans before us who have yeah. supported West Ham for many, many years, and sadly weren't here to, to witness yeah. it. So that in itself, for me, plays a massive part in how I, special it was. I said to my missus, I said, like, you got to understand, right? So like having my daughter scoring a goal here and watching us win a trophy, there's not much between all three of them, right? <laughs> oh there's not much between. And I was trying to say, like, that us having that trope it might never happen again in my lifetime like i might not see us mm -hmm. win anything european ever again that's just the nature of the beast but uh, listen things are trending in the right direction thank are you your missus not saying where, where am i in that <laughs> <laughs> she's not saying where am i in that <laughs> listen i've got space for top three <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's and it's solid. funny you say about people crying because like i was chatting to joe cole about this mm. and he said he said, don't want to brag, but I've been on the pitch when trophies has been won a few yeah. times in my career. He said, but I never saw anything like I saw in Prague because mm. everyone, everyone in the West Ham end was in tears. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. people in the stand, I was the same. People around me, grown men, 60, 70 years old, floods of tears. Mm. And I think it's like you say, it's because it just meant so much yeah. to everybody. It was mm. such an outpouring of emotion. Yeah. It was impossible not to get caught up in it. Yeah, it is, it's sort of like that trophy is the physical, real thing there that you can touch of like, we've been waiting a whole life for this. Like, that's what I tried to say as well is like, I've known West Ham, obviously you don't remember like zero to whenever, but I've known West Ham my whole life and mm -hmm. I've been attached to that my whole life. It's my longest relationship. It will be my longest relationship. So having the physical manifestation thing there, like, oh my God, we've done it. Is like, yeah, just happy tears come out.
Oh man, I'm getting goosebumps. In here. <laughs> Lovely, talk about it. Anton. You got you made your way, didn't you? On the, you were there on the on the open top bus parade yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought I knew people at the club, but I didn't get a ticket for the game. Uh, what? But what? I didn't. I couldn't get one. Nah, I couldn't. However, shout them. However. <laughs> The parade, parade look, I went off was though. unbelievable. <laughs> and I was I thank that, you. that day. And I thank everybody who made it possible for me and yeah. my son to be able to go to the parade. That's it was unbelievable. I got videos where my son actually thinks they're singing for him. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely <laughs> brilliant. It is brilliant. I was traveling back that day. Um, Dave Sullivan texted me and was like, oh, we're, I think it was Jack. Uh, Jack or Dave texted me like, oh, we're doing the parade today. I was like, I'm on a flight back, but I would have love to have been there. Uh, it was oh, unbelievable. Been love to have been it was there. it was mad. Yeah. The streets of East London. But again, even that you can it, the whole community was out climbing lamp posts, climbing telephone boxes, and it, yeah, it just means so much to everybody that's sort of like yeah. attached to the club. It, it epitomizes West Ham. Yeah. The fact that there were so many people stuck out in mm. in Prague. Yeah, but there was the streets were filled mm. of claret and blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was unbelievable. Big time. I remember I was at the town hall and I think the bus was late because there were so many people in the street. It took the, it was like two hours later, the presentation <laughs> of the town hall. And there was a kid who'd been stood on top of a bus stop. You know, the yeah. bus stop pole. Yeah. He was clambering onto this bus stop for like two hours. Nah. Like, are you all right, mate? Are you going <laughs> to slide down that pole? It was just incredible scenes. And Mental. then, so we had a wonderful summer and then we've made some brand new signings, mm -hmm. Ethan, you know, Kudus, Alvarez. Yeah. What have you made of the new boys this season? So like, James Ward-Prowse, right? I can't believe that we got a free run at him for 30 million. That don't make sense mm -hmm. to me. English midfielder, literally like mustard. Right? Like, he's just amazing. It deliveries, everything. Amazing. That is a steal. That's a proper bargain. Kudus, player. <laughs> yeah. Player. Player. Yeah. Like anyone he plays against. Yeah, player. Um, Alvarez, I like it. Proper like it. That's a bit of me. That's what I like. Yeah. Get into him. Yeah, Calvin Phillips as well. Calvin midfield. Phillips, yeah. I'm excited to see where he, how he gets along because I think I think as soon as he starts stringing more minutes together, I think you'll get him back to where he was. So yeah, I'm excited to see that. And then you actually unveiled Lucas Pakatar. Yeah, that's I mean, that's another pinchery moment. That yeah, that is mental. Again, always blessed to do stuff with West Ham. So, but when when you know that you've got again player, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've got someone like him yeah. coming over. And I mean, that day is quite funny because oh, he doesn't speak a lick of English. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah, translator next to him. So I'm sitting there nodding, but like all I'm thinking yeah. is, this is class. Like, <laughs> he's going to be so good. And then if he is so good, I'm the one that sort of brought him into the stadium. It was me. I did it. Hello, mate. Yeah, how are you? Welcome to West Ham. Obviously, we're massive. <laughs> I think that was one of the lines in there as well. So, yeah. Did you leak the transfer? Did you get in trouble for leaking it? Yeah, it was a, a slight comeuppance. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Slight, slight comeuppance. Overexcited. Yeah, yeah just, just someone that I was... Yeah, yeah, someone I knew messed up. Oh, yes, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hear the content team yeah. tutted around us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. You're in the good books now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so now, I mean, Sidemen, you've got this brand new Netflix documentary coming yes. out soon. It's out now. It's out now. It's out now. Come out on Valentine's Day. So uh, any ladies out there that had boyfriends that like the Sidemen, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's been out now two days. Yeah, yeah. So. And what was it like filming a, doc a documentary for Netflix? Well, basically, we... We have like just this catalogue of loads of behind the scenes footage that was sort of captured over the last couple of years. Um, so there was loads of this just log of what the sidemen get up to and what we do is covering the charity match at Charlton. It's a shame the one here wasn't in it, but it was filmed like a little while ago. Um, and then obviously has to go through all the edits. But yeah, it is. 
because I was trying to explain this, because I am one of the sidemen, I wake up every day and live it. So like I wake up, the chat's going off, what we're doing this week, whatever. It's only when you have something like that, like a piece that you sit down and watch and you go, we've done a lot. We have done a lot. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that again, that is now just like a piece in time that people can sort of look into and be like, oh, this is what they did. This is what they still do. Who knows how long we're going to carry on. But yeah. That's legendary and legacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you, you've got a, a daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So exactly, that's something for her to watch. Exactly, yeah. I, I always think that. Like, we've got, we've got a big TV in the living room and she usually watches all our cartoons on it. But then every now and then if... Uh, like there's a sideman video where she goes, daddy, daddy. Hmm. And I, I always, it's, it's quite hard to grasp the concept of how to say like, yeah, this is what daddy does. He's just like having fun with his mates on the TV, but that's that's where I go to work. Yep. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Wicked. Ethan, it's been so much fun chatting. Your love for West Ham really shines through. But one final question, who's your favourite player of all time? Are you going to get stick with Yossi or is there... Oh. That's too hard to end on because now my brain's going mental. <laughs> my brain's going mental. Listen here, I had a real, again, a real sort of affection for Yossi. But it's always going to be nopes. It's, oh. all, it's always going to be nopes because, again, it's the type of player I like. Like, 100%, put it in every game, no matter what. He's he's never given you below, like, an eight for West Ham, is he? Like, he's always putting it in. So, yeah, it's got to be him. Oh, man, there you go. Wicked. Thanks very much, Brazinga, and thank you for listening. This has been Ironcast, first celebrity guest in the bag. He's not a celebrity, but thanks to Brazinga nonetheless. We'll see you next week. Come on, you eyes. Sports Social Podcast Network.